Well, you can tell him then. And one more thing, Mr. Aldridge. That goat's mad. I'm going to sue you for failing to control a dangerous animal properly. Get out of here now before I call the police. I'll see you in court. Oh dear, this doesn't sound good. And just when everything was going so well for Tim and Nick. This is James Schofield, the creator of the podcast Behind the Bottom Line, and the writer of Season 5 story Double Trouble. This is Episode 9, and let's just recap what's happened so far. Tim, Nick and Wanda are now in London filming the Zai Wu Motors commercial with Lady Lois. So far, things have been going well, but Jemima Madison, the boss's daughter, isn't stupid and she's starting to ask a lot of questions. Make sure you listen to the end of this episode when I will tell you a little bit about episode 10, which is coming out next week, and will be the final episode of season 5 of Behind the Bottom Line. So, lights, camera, action, and let's join Lady Lois as she makes her acting debut. Chapter 17. Jemima Finds Out Timothy wandered from group to group at the buffet feeling pleased. He had enjoyed his afternoon's work with Lady Lois, and he was proud of how cooperative she had been. Yes, one of the seatbelts in the spazio now needed to be replaced, but all in all, she had been very well behaved. The director was most enthusiastic. Tim, that goat is just a star in front of the camera. We need to talk about another film project I'm involved with, about a goat in the Austrian Alps during the Second World War. Tom Cruise is really interested in producing, maybe starring. Timothy found this very pleasant to hear. He had a couple of drinks and ate a sandwich or two. When he found Jemima on her own, looking thoughtful, he was feeling very relaxed. Well, that was a good day, wasn't it? he said to her happily. I think that was a very clever idea of my, uh, of that brother of mine. Yes, perhaps, she replied. Timothy, I was wondering, the two of you are so similar. When you were at school, did you ever change places by any chance? As a joke, perhaps? Well, once we had this French teacher and she... Timothy told a long story about their childhood, finishing his third glass at the same time. I see. Very funny. She paused for a moment. By the way, she suddenly asked, do you have that book by Dr. Sukusus with you? I wanted to show Nicola something. No, I'm sorry, I left it at Nick's flat, but he can. Timothy stopped. Oh no, he said. You know, don't you? Look, I can explain everything. Oh, isn't that what men always say? She snapped. I must have read a dozen novels with that stupid line in it. Just get me your brother, now. Timothy hurried away to look for Nick, but found only Wanda 
standing talking to a Polish electrician who worked for the film crew. Wanda didn't know where Nick was either. He helped me milk Lady Lois, but then he saw his boss come in and went over to talk to him and the director. Maybe they went back into the studio to look at the filming we did today. Timothy looked into the studio, but could see nobody, so he hurried back to Jemima. He discovered Nick and Jemima talking quietly to each other by the dessert table. No, Jemima, I'm sorry, but it's over. I realised that when you broke up with me last week. You deserve someone better than me. I can't be the boyfriend you want. So, there's nobody else then? asked Jemima. Her face was quite white, apart from two spots of colour just under her eyes. Or maybe there is? Like Wanda, the little goat girl, who you couldn't stop looking at all day. Don't think I didn't notice. Now, Jemima, said Timothy, as Judith Sukasu says, Stay out of this, Timothy. This has nothing to do with you, said Jemima, louder than before. Jemima, said Nick, let's not have a fight like this. Everybody's watching us. This wasn't actually true, because at that moment, Wanda, the film director, and Louis Madison came into the room with Louis holding on to Lady Lois's collar. We can't leave the star of the show in a horse box, shouted Louis across the room cheerfully. Can anybody get me a carrot for her? There was a cheer from the crowd, and everybody surrounded Lady Lois, except Timothy, Jemima, and Nick. Timothy tried to continue. Please, Jemima, just listen a moment. You see, in Chapter 4 of Dr. Sukasus's book, she explains how... I hate you, Nicholas, continued Jemima, even louder, ignoring Timothy and the heads that turned in her direction. You're thoughtless, selfish, and there's something going on between you and the goat girl. I'm not going to discuss this here, Jemima. I'll speak to you tomorrow said Nick, and he turned and began to walk away. Jemima was about to follow, but Timothy held her arm. Now calm down, Jemima, said Timothy. I know you're upset, but I think the two of you should talk this through when you've had some time to reflect. As I wanted to say earlier, in Chapter 4, Judith Sukasus... Oh, will you please shut up about Judith Sukasus? screamed Jemima as she finally lost her temper and swung her handbag with all her strength into Timothy's face. For the second time that week, Timothy Aldridge took a blow that was really meant for his brother, and for the second time he flew backwards and landed in the desserts on the table behind him. But this time, revenge came quickly. Lady Lois saw the attack on her Timothy and charged Jemima. Too late, Jemima realised the danger she was in. She turned to run, but Lady Lois crashed into her, and a second later, Jemima was lying next to Timothy on the floor. Nick and Wanda caught the furious goat and dragged her away to the horse book. What's going on here? asked Louis as he hurried over and found them 
sitting in a pool of tiramisu, Timothy with blood down his shirt, and Jemima crying hysterically. He knelt down next to his daughter and put an arm around her shoulders. What happened, princess? he asked, wiping chocolate, cream and tears off her face with his handkerchief. What's going on? Nicholas and his brother changed places, Daddy, sobbed Jemima. They made idiots out of us. Nick Aldridge, said Louis furiously. I don't know what this is all about, but you're fired. You're firing the wrong Aldridge, said Timothy, as he tried to stop the blood. My brother's over there with Lady Lois. Well, you can tell him then. And one more thing, Mr. Aldridge. That goat's mad. I'm going to sue you for failing to control a dangerous animal properly. Get out of here now before I call the police. I'll see you in court. Chapter 18 Starting Up It doesn't feel right, said Timothy to Gwyneth when they all got back to the farm early on Saturday morning. Jemima had managed what Tanya had not. She had broken his nose. Oh dear, said Gwyneth. Wanda, I asked you to make sure nobody hit Tim, didn't I? I think Tim was in the right place at the right time to save Nick's nose, said Wanda. But there is one advantage, she pointed out. It will be easier to tell the difference between the two of them now. Nick was worried about what Louis Madison might do to Timothy, but he was happy to be back at the farm. All week he had been afraid of losing his job. When it had finally happened, he realised he didn't want it anymore. Now was the time to do something completely different, away from advertising. And with Wanda in his life, maybe they could start a business together. How had he managed to live without her for so long? By Sunday afternoon, Gwyneth was sick and tired of Nick and Wanda. She took Timothy and Lady Lois out for a long walk across the countryside to get away from them. The floodwaters had now gone down, so the road was usable again. I know writing romantic novels should make me more sympathetic, Gwyneth said, but young couples in love are so boring. They stop saying anything intelligent or funny for weeks. And I promise you, if I find those two downstairs kissing in the cheese cellar when they should be milking the goats one more time, I'm going to break Nick's nose so you two are identical again. Timothy laughed so much it hurt. Stop, you'll make my nose bleed, he complained. It's interesting though, continued Gwyneth. All those books, poems, plays and films about the suffering that young lovers go through. But nobody ever says anything about how they make everybody around them suffer. Mealtimes, for example. They're always late. They don't eat their food. They hold hands under the table. They give each other these stupid looks and they giggle all the time. 
and my best friend Wanda has gone missing. I can't complain to her about Nick or you anymore. She won't listen. All men are wonderful at the moment. Well, that phase will be quite short. I think I shall stop writing romantic fiction and start crime stories. My first one will be about a farmer's wife who goes mad and feeds her brother-in-law and his girlfriend to her goats. Mm, I hope it's a bestseller. We need the money. Timothy told Gwyneth about the cheese shop in London and how much they charged for Aldridge Blue. It makes me so angry, Gwyneth. Then we have to sell our cheese directly to our customers, said Gwyneth. We'll cut out the middleman and become millionaires, won't we, Lady Lois? Lady Lois just continued eating grass. The trouble is, we need money now, continued Timothy. If we don't get anything soon to buy new equipment, the people from the Ministry of Agriculture will shut us down. Gwyneth squeezed his arm. Something will happen, she said. We've always managed to survive so far, and we will this time as well. In fact, I think things are about to get a lot better. As always, she was right. It started with a phone call from Jemima to Gwyneth on the Monday afternoon. Gwyneth was quite angry at first. You broke my husband's nose, you know, she said. I'm I'm ringing to say sorry, answered Jemima. It was wrong to hit Timothy, and I want to apologise. I know he was only trying to help me, and of course Lady Lois was only protecting him. And as for Nicholas, I broke up with him. If he then meets somebody else, it's my fault, not his. Gwyneth always found it difficult to stay angry, when people said sorry. Well, Tim will be all right. How are you, anyway? Lady Lois did that to me once. It hurt like anything. Oh, just a few bruises. Nothing serious. But I was ringing about something else. You see, this morning we showed Zai Wu the film with Lady Lois. And they love it. They want to do a whole series of different commercials using Lady Lois. So I spoke to my father, and we want Nicholas to come back to work for Madison and Augers again. And obviously, we would like to hire Lady Lois and Timothy for the filming. Over the next two years, there were a lot of changes in the lives of Timothy, Gwyneth, Nick and Wanda. Nick decided not to go back into advertising, though Louis Madison tried hard to make him change his mind. Instead, he and Wanda opened the Lady Lois Organic Tea Room in Kensington, a smart part of London. The shop was an instant hit and was visited by the most fashionable people. Tanya Mishkovich was photographed by a newspaper having an argument there with her new racing driver boyfriend. Author Dr. Judith Sukasus did a book signing session there for her new book, A, B, 
BC. Honest Communication for Couples. And Crown Prince Shamin of Kazakhstan became a regular customer. The success was partly due to the delicious goat's milk cheeses, ice creams and milkshakes from Aldridge Farm that customers could buy there. But it was also thanks to the Zaiwu commercials featuring Lady Lois, created by Jemima Madison of Madison and Oggers. They were funny and clever and made Lady Lois a household name as well as generating huge sales of the Spazio for Zaiwu Motors. Gwyneth never managed to finish Software of the Heart. In fact, she stopped writing romantic fiction and turned instead to murder mysteries, which were much more successful. Her first novel, Death on the Farm, was made into a television series and Lady Lois had a small part. Her fans were very pleased. So Timothy didn't have to worry about money anymore, and he was finally able to have the farm road repaired. He sold the farm's products at a good price to Nick and Wanda, and because Lady Lois became so famous, people visited the farm from all over the country, hoping to see her. And of course, they nearly always bought some fresh Aldridge blue cheese before they left. At a special farm price of £42 a kilo. So I hope you enjoyed the story and that you liked the happy end. Big shout out to Katerina who posted a lovely review of Double Trouble on my website and she will shortly be receiving her free signed paperback copy of Double Trouble. If you'd like a free copy, I'm afraid you're too late. They're all gone. I'm just making a sad face emoji here which you can't see. Bad luck. Should have been quicker. But if you want to read the book, you can buy a copy for your Kindle or order a paperback copy for yourself or for a friend from my website. Go to www.behindthebottomline.com and click on Bookshop. Now, uh, while you're on my website, you might like to subscribe to my free newsletter, which I'm going to start sending out quite soon. The newsletter will tell you when a new season is about to start, take you behind the scenes of Behind the Bottom Line, and will generally be an amusing and entertaining experience. And yes, that's on www.behindthebottomline.com. Next week's episode is the last episode in this season. And, as always, I'll be telling you about the background to the book, where the ideas came from, who Nick and Tim really are, and some other interesting tidbits, as well as playing a few bloopers from the recording sessions. So... Until next week, take care and goodbye.